Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. After 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. Hi there. This is not Jennifer Coolidge, and that was my audition for Rita Repulsa in the new Power Rangers Gay Force. It's all full of homosexuals. Anyways, I'm not sure if I can talk about that. So in the meantime, listen to Drag Me Out Official and talk about that with your friends. This video is not sponsored by Jennifer Coolidge or Power Rangers, but supported by a flaming Midwestern homosexual with nothing better to do at this time. And listen to the podcast, dumbass. Now, a quick word from our unsponsored sponsors. Do you want to go to sleep with a different celebrity every night? Do you ever think of smothering someone, but your pillow is too basic? Then we have the perfect pillowcases for you. Hero Huggers by Rennie. Hero Huggers by Rennie encourages testing on animals. According to the scientists at Drag Me Out University, they have proven results that people who purchase Hero Huggers by Rennie improve their sleep by 83.768%. Phones are ringing off the hook with orders, so get yours now. Or alternatively, go to Hero Huggers by Rennie on Etsy. Sleep soundly knowing your heroes are right next to you. Hero Huggers by Rennie, where heroes lie. Now animals were harmed during the making of this commercial. No one had dragged me out official has a science degree, but they have watched things about Scientology. No research has been done to support these statistics except our own biased opinion. Pillow not included. We're just so into it in the show. You see what I did? Alright, oh, right, okay. We do it in the show. Okay. Alright. Welcome to Drag Me Out. I'm Haley. And I've got popcorn stuck in my tooth. By Depot. <laughs> we've we've gone a little bit nuts on popcorn this week. I love popcorn. Yeah. Welcome to Drag Me Out. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I um. So I, I I think I told you on the phone the other day. Paris Farm Markets have the deal where you get the ten little mini popcorn bags, and you can either get two for six or one for three, which. Now that I've said it out loud, the two for six doesn't sound like a really good deal if you can buy one for three. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound like a deal at all. That's just doing basic math for you. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. So so therefore I could get three for nine and still be good. Um, but we also got the um old movie style popcorn that's the the colorful popcorn. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the homo popcorn. Yeah. Um we got a bag of that. And then we also got um a bag of lollygobble bliss bombs. And my wife is like, I've never had those before. Can I have some? And I went, yeah, okay. So I gave her some. And she goes, oh, it's caramel popcorn. I went, no, no, it's lollygobble bliss bombs. Don't they taste like caramel popcorn? Not the point. <laughs> the point is that it's not just it's not just caramel in, in lollygobble bliss bombs. There's nuts in there too. Right. Right. So. My point was, it's not just caramel popcorn. It's lollygobble beast bombs. Isn't that the really colourful package? With that, it's the yellow one. Like that. It's the yellow. It's uh, the yellow packet. Yeah. Okay. When when I was growing up, 
it used to be silver. I don't know why they changed it. But part of the reason is I do know why they changed it because interesting fact, this could be considered amusing, but interesting fact, when it comes to selling things like food or fast food, big colours that sell the most are red and yellow, I think blue and brown. That That's why. I like McDonald's and KFC's red. And, and Hungry Jack's is like yellow and red and brown. Yeah. Right? So that's that's why the fast food chains are those colours. Right. And also the M for the McDonald's is supposed to look like a mother's chestal region. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And I was saying it this week as well. So the shape of a heart, right? Mm-hmm. is actually supposed to symbolise a woman's backside. Okay. Turned upside down. That's why it's that shape. Okay. Fun fact. Musings by Kat. Musings by me. So um, <laughs> as you're going to gather, we're just going to be talking random shit for <laughs> the next however long Haley wants this to go for. So let's just get it underway. How was your week? What did you do? Um, not not a lot. Um, I don't even have like really any musings. I have more of a debate question that I come across a lot, and I'm wondering what your opinion is. Because I've got opinions, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> what do you think about going through your partner's phone? Have you done it? With exes, yes, I have. Yes. Um, but that was only because I had a fairly good idea that something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, my current domestic situation, meaning my old lady, um, considering the fact that I actually had to have the conversation with her the other day because I sent her text messages and then say I sent her a text message at like 10 o'clock in the morning, right, and I'm in the office. I come home. And she doesn't finish work until six and I get home at like 5.30. So I sit and talk to her while she's finishing her work. And then she just picks up her phone randomly and goes, oh, you sent me a message. (laughs) (laughs) And I said to her, I said, for the love of God, can you please put the little icony thing on the front page of your phone instead of hidden in a folder? But um do I go through Alpha Lucretia's phone? Only if she asks me to. Um, I've got but you no have no reason. you have no reason to. No. I got no I got absolutely no reason to. So okay, so you're on the side of if I have a reason to you can. Yeah, I mean I felt guilty, but then um when I did do it, uh not to my wife but um in in the past i i felt guilty but then vindicated at the same time yeah so you would feel more guilty if you didn't find anything yeah 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 as opposed but, to but the thing was that i didn't even I, I didn't find anything overly incriminating i thought at the time until i found out that 
she had been cheating on me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, that message that I saw makes sense now. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yep, got it. Yep. So I didn't, I didn't feel guilty after that. Um, and it wasn't even, it wasn't even a suspicion or, or anything. It was her friends told me of an incident that happened when I was at work one night and something had happened when they'd all gone out together. Uh, and then I was like, huh, okay. Came out nasty, flatly denied it, silly cow, left her phone in the lounge room while she was in the shower one day and even sillier bitch told me her passcode to get into the phone and didn't bother changing it. Like stupid cheater. And um, so, yeah, as I said, I, when I first saw it, I was like, mm, nah, I feel really bad. And then <clears throat> to come home and actually find her in, in bed with somebody else, <laughs> A, any guilt that I had went away. And and B, I was like, fucking shit makes sense now. Yeah. So if I think there's a reason to, but at the same time, everyone has the right to their privacy, they do. But when their privacy encroaches on my life and my sanity and my the potential to hurt me, I'm doing it. I'm not gonna lie. No, it's funny. I thought I honestly I thought you'd be on the no nah, phones are private, don't go through them. Um, I'm there now. I'm there now, but we're talking hang on. Yeah, but you trust your partner. Implicitly, yeah. Mm. I'm talking about oh, seventeen years ago. Do they even have phones then? Yeah, but they were literally the bricks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think there's a reason why I have a bad hip and it was always, there's two reasons why I think I've got a bad hip. One is that's always where the phone was hooked on the right-hand hip. Right. And then when we worked at the casino, the two-way was always hooked on the right side. Okay. I never hooked it on the left. So I was always carrying that excess on that side when I Plus was Plus you would have leaned into that side, into the opposite side to get it yeah. out. Yeah. 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 Okay. Why? What's, what's your view? Um, yeah, I'm all for it. You can. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've got no problem if anyone looks through my phone. There's nothing no, in there. No, I, I have nothing in there. The only thing I find in my husband's phone is like mildly homoerotic texts between him and the guys at work. Um, but I just do it for funsies. You know, my phone's boring sometimes and I'm sick of looking at my phone, so I'll just go through his. And then my wife you know, asked me mildly incriminate him with something that's probably it's just out of boredom. <laughs> my wife goes, oh, can you just do something in my phone? Like, can you just check the last message from my mum or whatever it is? And I go, yeah, okay. So I, I go and have a look at it and I go, how do you even know that this is your mother? You're like, you haven't named most of your phone numbers. <laughs> There's just like all of these phone numbers in the text and like no name. And Yeah, I, I do that too. She's better now because I'm like, what if something happens to you? 
It's going to be a mass am I just, text of creature is dead. <laughs> yeah, am I just going to be sending like this big random group text to everybody because I don't know who anybody is? So she's better now. She's named quite a few of them now. But um, her, her, um, her, her big one that really gets me and I, it could be a pancreas moment if I really wanted it to be is so because of her work, sometimes she has to use her phone, right, and that's fine. But she does the no caller ID, mm-hmm. but doesn't change it when she rings me. Yeah, my husband does that too. Right, but then so, I know it's always him because now scammers have like when they call you, it's normally a number. I had a scam call today. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he and he goes to me, he goes, uh, uh, this is such and such from the Commonwealth Bank, and. I'm not going to do the accent because, you know, cultural, cultural inappropriation, mm. but I will do a little bit of it because this part was funny. So he goes, like, he goes, uh, we're just ringing to find out if you uh, did a transaction to uh, John Peterson for $800. And I said to him, I said, like, do you think that we're actually stupid enough to fall for this? And he's going, what are you talking about? I said, you people are fucking disgusting. And he goes like this, he goes, well, fuck you. <laughs> and I went, I went, oh, thank you, Commonwealth Bank. <laughs> so we're going on and on and on. And I said to him, I said, why don't you do me a favour? And he goes, yeah. And I said, why don't you go home tonight and fuck your mother like you do every other night? And he goes, I, that's right. I do it every night. <laughs> <laughs> I just went, you're a fucking idiot. And I'm going like this. And, and we did this. This is, this is how it ended. It was a good two minutes of you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> And so I, 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 I can't remember who hung up first. It may have been me because I was just over it by then. And I'm like, you're a fucking piece of shit. All of this other stuff. And um, <laughs> so get off the thing. My wife's like, wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the part of the reason why I brought that up was because they actually, they're starting to ring from, it's either random mobile numbers now. Mm. or it's um today's one was like an adelaide um uh, uh, code well i get constant phone calls so whoever had my number before me because i've only had this number well technically i've had it for a couple of years now but i have had from the day dot this number i've had a par- her name's paula so paula if you're listening Stop giving your number to real estate agents in Perth because that's all I get phone calls from. Yeah, yeah you're such and idiot. such from real estate, and I'm like, it's not Paula. Didn't answer Paula. When you get to my voicemail, it doesn't say Paula. Yeah. So why are you leaving me messages for Paula? <sighs> and then I had some some guy call me, and he's like, um, I go, who is this? He goes, it's your husband. I go, no, it's not. He goes, yes, it is. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's not. And he's like, yes, it is. And then he asked me about money. I'm like, mate, I'm I'm not your wife. And he's like, yes, it is. I called the right number. I'm like, clear you have you haven't. And he, we had like a two minute argument about him not being my husband. <laughs> and meanwhile, your husband's sitting on the lounge next to you, going, "Should Get I be going money through your phone? Is there something you want to tell me? Should I be going through your phone?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I only just start a fight, just out of boredom. No, fair enough. Um, yeah, fair no, enough. nothing much happened. Um, mm-hmm. besides me serving turtleneck realness today. Yeah, I see that. Because I went out and it's cold and I was still cold. So I was like, this is I just, I just grabbed my, I just reached across and grabbed my blanket yeah, <laughs> while you were talking. <laughs> freezing. I don't know what, I love winter yeah. when I can stay inside. 
Um, other than that, yeah, nothing, nothing exciting. What about your week? Uh, it wasn't overly exciting. We had the public holiday at the beginning of the week uh, for the king's birthday. Went to the Cairo yesterday, mm-hmm. and I walked in. And when I walked in, you know things are bad when your Cairo looks at you. It hasn't even touched you, and she goes, "You're a mess." And I went, "What do you mean?" And she goes, "I can see you're a mess. I can see your neck's fucked." I can see that your shoulders aren't doing very well for you right now. And I can also see that your hips are so far out of alignment that this is going to be more than 15 minutes. Now, chiropractors earn a lot of money. And the reason why I know this is because I pay $72 for 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Right? Although because I have chronic issues with my back, I can go on to the chronic care plan. So, which used to be free and now it's not. What oh, no. they do is, no, no, no. So you pay the however much. So it's $72 and then you send the receipt off to Medicare. And I think when I did it last year, because it was $70, um, I technically only paid 15 I was getting $55 back from Medicare. I just um, need the whole back and forth crap. It's a lot. It's it's a lot easier now. Oh, it what, is. What I don't like here is here is my pancreas moment, right? Oh, my pancreas. <clears throat> now I go to the specialist, Doctor Pincott. That first time I went to see him, I paid two hundred and forty dollars. They swiped my Medicare card. I barely hit home, which was about half an hour later, and the money from Medicare, the rebate, was actually in my bank account again. Mm-hmm. that's how quick it was now these other places need to get these machines because now what i've had to do is i had to wait for the invoice to come into my email then i had to take a screenshot of it then i had to attach it to medicare in my gov and then i've got to send it off and now i've got to wait three to seven business days mm. which is fine i mean i don't need the money back but like if you have if there is the ability to just swipe the card and the rebate happen, I mean, Not my that, t- like, what if you needed the money? You know what I mean? Like you, you well, needed that. Yeah. But the thing is, I mean, and I understand where they're coming from in this regard because it's the five technically quote free ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have to check the care plan. Um, but if the care plan is already on record, and I know it is because my GP sends it in, surely there's a, a a quicker way for the system to go, oh, yeah, she swiped a Medicare card. It's on the care plan. She's paid $72. Here's her money back. Like we're still in. It's like my dog's um, uh, insurance. Mm. So a lot of other insurance companies, you take the dog, you do whatever you got to do. Obviously, things like dissexing and all of that because they're must-haves or whatever. Like, they're not um, reimbursed. But when Phineas, in particular, had the ear infection, um, <clears throat> we had to get uh, the invoices and then we had to fill out a form and then we had to send all of that through and then they had to contact the vet and then the vet had to send them the clinical notes and all of that. But a lot of other um, pet insurance companies, they just 
click a button and they go, yep, it's all done. It's all good. They take out your hundred bucks or whatever it is for your excess and give you back the rest by the end of the week. This was a three week process, but we had to wait until the course of everything to fix him was finished. So it's like, if one or two companies have this, why don't all of them, why does it have to be one of those things where you're just inconvenienced with fucking paperwork? Well, and that leads me into my pancreas moment, I feel, because you reminded cool. me of something. When cool. you go to Woolies or something and or Kmart or whatever it is and you want to return something and it's like between five to ten business days, why? If why? I walked up to the chem if I walked up to the counter and said to them, like I want to purchase this, oh, but you're gonna get the money in five to ten business days. Like I don't They'd think be like, okay with hell that. no. Yeah. <laughs> so why does it take five to ten business days to process a refund? For something that I've either just bought just then. You know who are the worst offenders? Fucking Uber. Right? So I'll give you a a classic. I mean, we're not going to talk about menu log where we're still waiting for the fish and chips three and a half years later. (laughs) But I don't think it's coming. I I wouldn't hold my breath. No, one of these days there's going to be a knock on the door and they're going to be like, (laughs) the fish and chips are here. We're going to be, what? So, So with Uber, right? So... You order your meal and they take they, they capture the money and then the restaurant decides that they're not going to do your order because they're closed or whatever it is, right? And you mm-hmm. get that. You've been sitting there waiting for your meal to turn up for 25 minutes and then all of a sudden you check your emails and go, fuck me, 20 minutes ago they decided that they weren't going to give me my order. Mm. So they go, oh, we processed your refund. It's going to take three to five business days. And it's like it took you 20, 10 seconds to take my money. And it's impending. Why can't you just release it back to me? Fair enough. If you're mailing something back, like you've online ordered and you're sending yep. it back to them, that's fine. I'm happy to wait because you need yep. to receive the product. But I'm physically in a store returning something. Give me the refund then and there. You know what the worst part is? When you go to those places, Kmart's, Target's, all of that, big W's, to um, refund something and they refund it and they go, can we please have the card that you made the purchase with? Why? And I, I remember doing it one day and I said to her, I said, that card's expired. Can I just have, and they go, oh, we'll give you store credit. And I go, no, no, I want my money back. And they're going, but we need the card that you made the purchase with. And I'm like, the card expired. There are expiration dates on the cards mm-hmm. for a reason. The card has expired. I want my money back and I don't want store credit. I want you to give me the money back. And she goes, we can't give you back cash. I went, why? It's the same thing. It wasn't a credit card. It was a debit card. Yeah. Give me the cash. And she's like, but we can give you store credit. And I went, I don't want to buy anything from your store because the thing that I bought was shit and that's why I'm returning it. I don't want to buy anything else from your store. (laughs) And To be fair, if if it was Target or Kmart, I'd be like, yeah, I'll take store credit. (laughs) Let me just go grab a couple things. I need to buy all of the fake plant decorations from Kmart to make my place look better. Yeah, but because Pinterest yeah. told me to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, sorry, I hijacked your um. That's okay. No, I, I hijacked yours because yours reminded me of someone. Um, r- reminded me of that. Um, because I just don't understand we're in 2023, but I still have to wait five to ten business days to receive a refund. Yeah. No. No. It's not right. Bursted. I told you the story, but I'm going to tell everybody else, right? Okay. So I had um, groceries delivered yesterday, the day before yesterday. 
Oh, when I was having my mental breakdown on the freeway. Yep, go ahead. Was that yesterday? Uh, Day before. Okay. So we had it the day before. We had the groceries delivered the day before. And um, sorry, you were right. But to be fair, yeah, but we had the groceries delivered. Yeah, I slept through the day. So anyway, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) So something didn't turn up, and Mm -hmm. Cass decided that she's had enough. And she's actually going to go online because you don't have to talk to anybody online. And I found out how easy it was too. It, um, you, you click on the order that it's in regards to and then the list of everything that you bought come up and you can just click on the things that didn't turn up. Mm. All right. So we bought a full pineapple and the pineapple didn't turn up and that was fine. Um, so then I, I, I went um, PTSD with that driver. Mm-hmm. that decided that I was going to take the shit out of the truck because he just didn't want to do anything. Well, he was and trying to how- kidnap your groceries. He was, yeah, he was holding my groceries for ransom. So because he failed at doing his delivery and I spoke to them about it and they still didn't like reimburse me the delivery fee, I decided that I was going to take the delivery fee out. Yep, that's fair. So I did that and then I was like, oh, a couple of times things have tur- not turned up and we've like not looked at it and, and not thought about it and just went, you know what, it's a couple of bucks, don't worry about it and I'll just duck up the road or whatever. I mean, if I want it that bad, I'll go up the road. But then I was sitting there and I was working it out and I'm like, it came to $41. So when I was going, the pineapple didn't turn up, I just found a couple of other things that, when everything was totaled equaled $41 and that's what didn't turn up <laughs> in my groceries. Meanwhile, this poor worker is about to get investigated because all the stuff that they said was in there is not in there. <laughs> you got someone fired for $41. I hope you're happy with yourself. Yeah, Stop. I got the refund. I got the refund today. <laughs> Meanwhile, but- they took it out of someone's pay. I did not. But the the thing was that, as I said, over the weeks, things haven't turned up and I haven't, I'm like, it's not worth it for two, three dollars. It's really, it's, it's really, it's, it's cost more in my time. But then I was like, pineapple was six bucks. It's over five dollars. Like, let's just get it done. And then, well, it was an inconvenience, but you know, yeah. But then, what made it worse was I went to a place that um, yesterday that has really great fruit and veg. And I went, oh, while I'm here, I'll I'll get that pineapple that I never got. And then I got it, and then I was cutting it up last night to put into the container to put into the fridge, and I ate a piece of it, and it wasn't sweet or anything like that. So I feel like I got my comeuppance. Yeah, you 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 you've actually received seven years of bad pineapple luck. So I think so. You're unable <laughs> only, to eat the pineapple. The, now. the only way that I'm going to get sweet, juicy, tender pineapple is if I just get it from the tin. Yeah, tin juice, pineapple juice. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, karma. yeah, it's your yeah, yeah, karma. So, yeah, yeah. The groceries gods got me. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I had to go across to the shopping center across the road and this woman with her fucking trolley in the elevator at the fucking car park murder was an option <laughs> dust through i'll just put it out there murder was an option 
I, so the lift opens on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, not in the car park part, but when you actually get up to where the shopping center is, the, um, the lifts open on either side. So I was up against the door and I was waiting for it to go up to level one and she was behind me and I, I looked and I went, oh, okay, so she must be get, getting out the back. And then she decided because she didn't want to walk the three meters around the lift, she wanted to get out on my side and almost just ran me over. I'm not, you can't miss me and you definitely can't miss me in a lift. <laughs> she like, I'm standing there and I'm waiting for the doors to open clearly. And then the, 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 the trolley just hit me up the backside and the elevator was glass. And there was a woman standing on the other side because I was kind of like trying to look for the shop that I was looking for. Cause I, yes, it's my local um, little mini shopping center, but I don't know it very well. So I was like, Oh, I need to know where such and such is. And I was trying to look for it. And when she hits me, even the woman who was at the lift, who was like, who was looking in the glass doors, just kind of looked at me like, what just happened? <laughs> Did that, did that just happen? And everybody else is getting out the other side and this woman hit me again. <laughs> when I when I realized she hit me with the trolley and I turned around to make like to find out if it was her or not, and the doors still weren't open properly yet. And I was still I, I couldn't get out and she fucking hit me again. And I'm like, is this dodgems? <laughs> is this hit the human? Is this hit the cat? Like, what's going on? Did you say something to her? I did not, but there was a reason for that. This is coming from the person who yells "move" at people really loudly. But go oh, on. This woman, this woman was easily in her eighties. So I'm. Um, yeah, well, doesn't give you the right to hit someone with a trolley. No, and you know what? <clears throat> the thing was the most. The thing that got to me the most was. She felt resistance from the trolley and didn't bother to apologize. <laughs> and, and oh, she, 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 she 100% went. knew. Yeah, that's why she went for the second go. She was like, I'm going to fucking get this bitch if it's the last thing I do. And I was just like, okay. So what I did was instead of walking out first, I stepped to the side. <laughs> and let it go out with the trolley. You must have caught like, you on a good day. No, you know why? This was my thought, right? I thought if I walk out again and she's walking in the same direction, she could end up mowing me down. <laughs> so I thought if I moved aside and let her go out first, I could see where she was going so I could avoid her and the trolley at all costs. <laughs> that was my week. Nice to meet you. My name's Haley. What's your name? It's Bobby Pin. Well, Bobby Pin, I love that name. Plus, I love Bobby Pins. So, <laughs> so how long have you been doing drag? Tell me a story, everything about you. My entire life story. Yeah. How long have we got? Uh, as long as you want. <laughs> as long as this makeup lasts. Um, <laughs> I started drag in April 2022. Okay. So I've been doing it just for a year. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've been into makeup for like many years, doing makeup the pram, and then just translated that to doing drag. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I love it. Okay. But I see, I knew your name, so I like names stick out. Like, yeah. Certain type of names. So Bobby Pin, I've I've heard that before because we on our podcast we promote like local queens and we promote just whatever we find on Instagram pops up. We're like, so I've seen your name pop up. So do you work full time as a drag queen? No, no, no. Um, she's a retail girl. Oh yeah, full time. And this is just like I guess we're in the hobby stage. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully, like ramped up this year, and we'll see what happens. So. Okay. Do you work like in a place certain nights or? No, no, no. So I haven't got like a regular gig. Like, yeah. I, well, I have. 
I do a karaoke in the city of Melbourne, mm-hmm. uh, which is I guess quite regular, but it's not like a single week. Yeah, right. It's a bit like once a month. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay. So who who are you wearing? Oh, who are you wearing? You're wearing yeah. Bobby Pin um, original. Oh, right. Okay. Look, we're wearing um, a beautiful fabric that is covering a plastic washing basket. <laughs> that um, is fixed and rest. Inventive. Yeah. Inventive. Plastic beanie. Yeah. Extra baggage for the waitress. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Cool. And how do you know Shazza? Shazza. So I met Shazza on the brand. Right. Shazza okay. followed me one day, and then we met at the last drag expo in Melbourne, actually. Okay. Um. And yeah, just being friends on the gram. Right. And how can people find you on the gram? On the gram, um, just Miss Bobby Pin. Miss Bobby Pin. Just um, double B double E double M. Perfect. Thank you so much yeah. for sitting down with us. We appreciate you guys. Like it's, we started this podcast from Melbourne last year because yeah. of our love of drag, and also we saw all these drag queens that are fabulous, but no presence. Like, we, you know, you only see the RuPaul's girls. Like, do you know what I mean? So, and yes, of course, they get the loudest screams, but, you know, there's there's always that ground level. Are you, is that something that interests you as RuPaul's or is it? Interesting. It's obviously everyone starts as like a local. Yeah. Um, and they also get off with Um, When I first started joining drag, people were like, oh my God, you can get on RuPaul now. And I'm like, wait on a minute. Like, I'm, I'm someone who is so... Because I love drag so much and I want to be like a bit of a perfectionist and kind of really work on myself. I wouldn't want to get out there and just kind of yeah. stress and crumble and be like the first out. It's a lot. Yeah. Like, like you have to basically, in the audition process, yeah. make every episode's yeah. outfit. Like it's a, it's a lot. And that yeah. costs a lot of money. Absolutely. As you know by your washing. Look, she's trying to do glam on fudge. Glam <laughs> on yeah. a fudge, yep. But um, that's the thing. I'm very like... I, I I can see what it takes to put into getting on Drag Race, but I want to also grow as a queen, like do more like you know, experiences like hosting, and, yeah, you know this and that, so I can get more experience rather than just being like, oh, I can slay, I'm going to get on there and do like a again. silky ganache of a silky yeah. ganache. The reference on yeah, I want to go on there. And, when I tell you to slay it, I'll show you Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. So these will come up short little snippets. I'm pretty sure we follow you anyway on Instagram. Yeah. So it's all good. Thank you so much. Roast or toast. Romancing the stone. Yeah. So Michael Kirk Douglas, bit of a, bit of an all right in it. Mm-hmm. Like don't, I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the bit of the, the, not the bad guy, but like the, I'm a loner dude. Um, I don't need no woman. I'm just going to take advantage of you. I don't know. It, it was all right. <laughs> That's not a good review. Okay. So let's just, right. So this movie was directed by Robert Zemeckis, who is the director of Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it uh, starts out with Kathleen Turner's character, Dijon Wilder. Dijon Wilder, the romance novelist, uh, finds out that uh, so her husband, sorry, her sister has to go down to Cartagena in South America to retrieve her husband's body who's been murdered. Um, it turns out that he sends her. Kathleen Turner's character, a map. Um, And as a result of him doing that, when the sister goes down to Cartagena, uh, she's actually kidnapped and they want the map. So Kathleen Turner's character has to go down to 
South America. And uh, so the bad guys then, he meets her at the airport and uh, puts her on the wrong bus. She scares the bus driver. The bus ends up hitting a car that's just in the middle of the rainforest in South America. And everybody goes and the bad guy draws a gun on her and whistling on top of a mountaintop is Michael Kirk Douglas. And he comes and saves the day with his shotgun and he's pew, pew, pew. I love the actual sound of the guns. Like they sound like pew, pew. Yeah, because they're ricocheting off. Like they're ricocheting off all all these objects. Yeah, yeah. So she offers him money to help her get to a telephone because it turns out she's on the other side of the country and she offers him 50 bucks and he's like, nah, fuck off. And then she offers him more money. He's like, nah, fuck off. He goes, the minimum amount I take is $400. She's like, I got $375 in traveler's checks. And he goes, American Express. And she goes, yeah. And he goes, deal. Uh, So they're walking. It rains. They go through mudslides. Bad guys are chasing them. Uh, All of that other stuff. she, he's cutting through all of the rainforest and everything and he decides he wants to take a break and she's like, are we taking a break? And then he's just kind of like looks at her like, you fucking do it. So she starts doing it and then he realises that she's actually a bit of okay to look at. Yeah. So, sexy. yeah, she's got great legs. Uh, they get, they find an, um, a, a crashed aeroplane um, that turns out it was a drug plane and so he decides that because they need to get warm and they're going to stay in there because it's raining in the rainforest in South America uh he's going to burn all of the marijuana and he gets high and then you actually find it so the whole point of the romancing the stone is that on the map is the whereabouts of a huge gigantic fuck off emerald Mm -hmm. um hence the romancing the stone bit uh, one of the guys, so the two guys who end up kidnapping Kathleen Turner's sister's character, one of them is the cousin um, and, and to Danny DeVito's character. That's where he comes in. Yeah. Now, the funniest thing, and my friend and I saw this movie years and years and years ago. I saw it before her, but we w- would watch it together every now and then. And the, the even when we ring each other to this day, when he's in the police station, and he's talking and then he realizes the cops are around and he's like, hi, Ma, it's me, Irving. That's how we talk to each other on the phone whenever we ring. Like, well, yes, the just, go, hello. I just figured out that Kathleen Turner plays Chandler's drag queen mother. Yep. Um, because yep. I was, like, looking at her, guys, she looks really familiar. And that In Viva's really, Las Gagas. Yes, yep. Viva's Las Gagas, um, which I actually thought was a man. Sorry, Kathleen Turner. Um, Kathleen Turner's voice, uh, uh, interesting fact. I actually have other interesting facts, but uh, Kathleen Turner's voice is the result of her putting rubber, like um, um, erasers, in the back of her mouth, Mm -hmm. which stretches and elongates her mouth and her vocal cords, which gives her that uh, deep, raspy voice. She is incidentally also the voice of uh, uh, Roger Rabbit's wife. Oh, Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Right. Kathleen Turner's the voice for that. Okay. Right? Um, she was also in um, Serial Mum. 
Uh, Kathleen Turner was huge, huge in the 80s. Um, She did a movie called Body Heat with William Hurt in, I think it was 80 or 81, and it was a noir thriller erotic type movie. Mm -hmm. And that's where people really started to notice her. And then um, she's done. She's actually got a quite decent catalogue and she was in uh, Mum, the television series with Alison Janney. She was in the the later episodes, I think the last season, where she was the auntie or something of Alison Janney's character. Um, And she was in the... Second, the last season of the Kaminsky Method, which is Michael Kirk Douglas's TV show on Netflix. Great show. Great show. Yeah, she was the the one in the final season. I have to watch it again. I haven't watched it in quite some time. So. Yeah. So obviously, with this movie, Romancing the Stone, um, you know, it's a love hate, then turns into a passionate type relationshipy type thing and you know they get the sister back and Michael Douglas's character all he wanted to do is get a yacht and all of that I love the movie you think it was all right am I right yeah but like obviously if I watched it around the time that it was released I'd probably think it was a great movie but all those 80s movies create this weekend long romance and they're in love forever so i can't wait to see the next one which would be jewel of the nile Mm -hmm. jewel of the nile okay so instead of michael douglas facts i'm going to give you facts about the movies as we watch them okay okay so we have established there's a sequel jewel of the nile um but there was supposed to be a third movie in the franchise called the crimson eagle okay Romancing the Stone spawned the sequel, 1985's Jewel of the Nile. It turns out there was supposed to be one where Jack Colton, Michael Douglas's character, and Joan Wilder, Kathleen Turner, would take their two teenage kids to Thailand where they would find themselves blackmailed into stealing a precious statue. However, it was cancelled due to the poor reception of Jewel of the Nile. Now, I remember going to see Jewel of the Nile at the movies and it was the the cinema was packed. So I don't because know. the first one, like because everybody well, loved the first one, and it's the same with the Twilight movies. I know you you I know your feelings of those, but we still kept going just to True. see if they would were any better. Um, yeah. So it you know it was it was that time, but yeah. But so a couple of more interesting facts. Okay, Romancing the Stone led to the making of Back to the Future. The movie ended up being such a huge hit that it gave Robert Zemeckis the green light to make Back to the Future. So if it's not for Romancing the Stone, Back to the Future doesn't get made. Okay, that goes and up in my book. Okay. Interesting fact about Back to the Future, Back to the Future was turned down by every major movie movie studio. Locked in the biggie tin for them. Mm-hmm. So moving on, Michael Douglas was not the first choice for the movie. How can that be? Michael Douglas should be the first choice for every male every lead in every ever yep. ever made. He should be in so, Twi- he should have been in Harry Potter, Twilight, all my exactly. favorite movies. So, Christopher Reeve, as in 
Superman for the four Superman movies, turned down the role. So did Sylvester Stallone, Clint Eastwood, and Jack Nicholson. Paul Newman was also offered the part, but felt there were unnecessary and excessive violence in the movie. I feel okay. like Romancing the Stone and Jewel of the Nile for me would be The Mummies. I loved. Like, yeah. With Brendan Fraser, that was my yeah. favourite. But when they got to the third one, I was like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the first the first two were still my favourite. So, like, I think if I was born, like, where that would be my maybe teenage, maybe late, early 20s, that would probably be one of my movies that I would like to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, are you done with your facts? Sorry. No, no, no. I've got three okay, more. Yeah, keep going. So Kathleen Turner was also not the first choice for the movie. The studio's first choice to play Joan was the Terms of Endearment star Deborah Winger. But Winger didn't work out and Fox turned to t- um, Turner, who had shot to fame as the femme fatale in the 1981, okay, I was close, noir body heat. Mm-hmm. So in the scene... Michael, the famous dance scene, Michael Douglas was not aware that he was being filmed. Okay. When he, when he was dancing with Kathleen Turner and some extras, he was surprised to find that Robert, Robert Zemeckis had been filming the entire time. Where did he think he was? Yeah, but sometimes they don't film and it's between scenes and stuff and Michael Douglas was doing his little dance and everything. Fair enough. Yep, I could see that. So, so finally... There was almost a reboot in 2011. 20th Century Fox considered a reboot of Romancing the Stone with Catherine Heigl and Gerard Butler in the roles of Joan Wilder and Jack Colton. They would have murdered it. Uh Uh-huh. In 2011, NBC bought the rights for a TV uh, series adaptation, but it never saw the light of day. That's because they can't get Michael Kirk Douglas to play Jack Colton again. Well, they could. They could get. They could get like, if they got him back, and he'd be like the the grandfather, and then like the, yeah, they need some generational, and he needs to be in it. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I, I, I mean, our my love for Michael Kirk Douglas has been refueled again. I actually watched Romancing the Stone twice yesterday. <laughs> and I watched Julian and I last night. I was going to watch it again, um, but I just didn't have time. But just because I was like half paying attention, I still got the gist of the movie. I was like, oh, all right, here we go. Yeah. But ser- in a serious note, I'll still toast it. I'm not going to okay. roast it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give it two and a half toasts. I feel you've underplayed it. I think um, in I was ten when it came out, mm-hmm. so um, I mean that falls into. But see, the the thing is, we're if you wanted to equate it to anything, you know how you love those stupid rock movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Is there much of a difference, really, from how um, you feel about those to how I feel about these? Better graphics. And better. There's no graphics Pew! in that movie. Noises. Pew! But there's no, there's not really graphics in Romancing the Stone. I, okay. my, just... favorite, my favorite part is when the bad guy shoots at him and then there's this like pew and then there's like this slight delay and then the water comes out of the, the bag yeah. that he's holding. <laughs> like they have to give time for the camera to switch from the bad guy to him. Um, so, 
so our next one is Jewel of the Nile, right? Correct, yes. Next yep. Um, because that trio have done three movies together. And I do like Danny DeVito. So if he's in it more, yeah. I've just watched 15 seasons it. of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and mm-hmm. never fails. Danny DeVito yeah. is great. Hi, hi, my, it's me, Irving. Like it's still, it's still, I was still chuckling when I was watching it <laughs> yesterday. Um, yep. So Jewel of the Nile is the next one and I'll find out some, um, some more facts about like you, Jewel of the Nile. You already know my feelings about 80s movies. Um, mm-hmm. So it's hard to change because of I didn't obviously grow up in that time, but I probably would have given it higher. Like so it. that's Romancing the Stone. So next week is Jewel of the Nile with Kathleen Turner, Michael Kirk Douglas. Oh, God, we love Michael Douglas. Um, he was a bit of all right when he was younger though, hey. Yeah. Yeah, I could see yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, um, and the the ever lovely Danny DeVito, who's just fucking hysterical. Um, yeah. So, what do we do? What are we up to next? RuPaul, we're up to. Mmm, so toasty. Let me get a little bit of that toast. All Stars Eight Forensic Files. Forensic, forensic queens. Forensic queens. Forensic queens. Either way, I don't know how they've done this, but I'm back out. You know how like you come back in for snatch game because you're like, yep, I'm committed. Mm-hmm. And then I watch this one, I'm like, I'm back out. <laughs> yep. I'm so like, last week, last week saw the departure of James Mansfield. The unfair departure of James Mansfield. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this week's episode was a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not acting, improv, an improv challenge. Was it improv? They had a script. No, I thought it was improv. I don't think so. Well, I think it was a little bit, but not. Anyway, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> oh, maybe it was. So, whatever. I wasn't so, really paying attention because it wasn't that interesting. Tensions on the set about who was going to have whose roles. Alexis Michelle and uh, Candy Muse got into it, uh, where Candy Muse once again bullied her way into her role. Mm-hmm. Alexis Michelle did try to call her out on it. Candy Muse decided to clap back. And then, what's the face? Alexis Michelle ended up in tears for the seventh episode. Yeah, which I'm kind of like, I'm not on Candy Muse's side, but I am. Like, don't cry to when it comes to Alexis. Um, you know, you you've kind of dug your own grave there. But then they made it seem like Alexis was packing her bags in the last episode, but it was really going to be Kahana, who was having a midlife crisis about the fact that it's another acting challenge. Mm -hmm. And we have established in previous episodes, more than one, that Kahana is a shit at being anything except Kahana, but not even great at being Kahana. Mm. And she was like, I'm out. And she started to pack. And then Mamaru decided that she was going to have an intervention. And as Candy pointed out, never happened before. Never happened before. Um, but I think I think the part of the reason why she had the intervention was like, um, this is the end date and we can't get there, like we can't have the last yeah. episode before the 
we need to people, people need to stop leaving because we're, bleed, we're bleeding queens in a big way yeah. <laughs> yeah so she gave them all a big pep talk i'm not entirely sure i agree with everything that she said mm-hmm. um because I, and don't get me wrong i love mamaru i really do but all i could hear from mamaru was don't leave it means that i'm not going to get paid right that's what i heard yeah. Um. Okay. You know, and she was like, you know, you do you, and and Kahana's like, you right. So she decided to stay, and then she had a chat to Jimbo, which she probably should have done a long time ago. She should have spoken to somebody about this. And Jimbo was just like, she goes, "What do I do? How do I get through this?" And Jimbo's just like, "Have fun." Yeah, Jimbo's like probably one of the nicest drag queens that you could possibly talk to i'd equate her with like anita wiglet like that niceness level always sort of smiling always happy Um, yeah and yeah like i i tried to get into this episode i do need to watch it again but i just couldn't i'm just wasn't i don't know so but the so so the improv thing was a little pound cake (laughs) that was kind of (laughs) little pound cake went missing yeah. Um, let's just go through it quickly. Jessica Wilde was okay. Yeah. Kahana was shit. Mm-hmm. Alexis Michelle was shit. Mm-hmm. Candy Muse was no different in this than she would have been sitting on a couch talking. Mm-hmm. And Michelle Visage got it right. I basically just watched Candy Muse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimbo was funny as the German forensic uh, person. <laughs> and her with stinky, the her stinky sh- finger. The stinky finger. And I had a feeling as soon as they said improv and Lala Ree popped, I had a feeling she was going to do really, really well. And I'm sorry, I have watched it twice now and I have watched little excerpts on YouTube mm-hmm. and Lala Ree's character in the cart it, when she's driving and she's on the two-way, yeah. I laughed my head off. And it I've was- done it like four times now. I've just, I laugh every time I watch it because it's so cute. Let's just cut to the the good part. La La Re wins. Mm-hmm. Very, very happy with it. Runway was great. Um, by the way, everyone was talking and and how they kind of edited it, I actually thought that Alexis, Michelle and Candy Muse were going to be in the bottom. Right, yeah. You know, because Candy Muse wasn't that noteworthy in the challenge and then the runway – wasn't right mm. like she got called out on it and she didn't end up in the bottom and so they so who who ended up in the bottom it was Alexis I, Michelle okay. and I don't think they wanted to put her in the bottom because she's starting the most drama oh 100 yeah. percent. yeah 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 so someone who was sort of six assassin I can't remember her name Georges that's it uh, it was good lip sync. Uh, pretty much as soon as the music started, yeah, she did a death drop. But like Lala Ree was just like I couldn't take my eyes off Lala no, Ree the whole me time. Me either. You know, uh, Georgia's is so tiny though, and Lala Ree is quite a big personality. And oh, yeah. After last week's episode, when they went back into the workroom and Kahana did the vote, opened up the box with the votes. Yeah, are they fucking field. serious? I know. Have they ever thought of maybe Kahana winning in the first week was a fluke? Well, it was. 
it was. But you can't just turn around and go, oh, well, she won a challenge, so she gets to stay. She was also in the bottom four times. Yeah, I know. No, that was so wrong. They it was wanted so to, wrong. They wanted to get rid of James because she was competition. Exactly. And I just, I, I couldn't believe it when they went, oh, James. James. And I'm like, okay, someone else voted. And they went, James. I went, are you serious? Half of the people? And then they did another one. I'm like, are you kidding me? Everybody voted for James except for James. Like, I just, I and I think that's kind of where I went, you know what, you've lost me again. I just, yeah, no. I This season of All Stars could possibly be the worst since season one of All Stars. But season and one of All Stars was only shit because of the setup and they only had six episodes or whatever it was. Yeah, this but like. Because people yeah, are leaving lo- and not wanting to get cancelled and getting off social media and. Yeah, they, I, they've lost me again, but I've got to finish. We've got to finish it now. Oh, yeah, we're going to finish it. Um, so. <clears throat> well, the Queen of the Universe oh, no. started. Yeah, they're like three or four episodes in now. Uh, so uh, Lala re-wins. Mm-hmm. And so Kahana Montrese and uh, Alexis Michelle are in the bottom. And uh, Lala re chooses Kahana to go home. Fucking finally. Yeah. Well done. To But you know what? Alexis Michelle. <gasps> like, come on. Like, what the f- the oh, dramatics. People. I don't want to meet her at in Melbourne. <laughs> I, oh, it's like a road accident. You know, you shouldn't, but you still look. And I, I'm getting the feeling that I'm going to be that person. Um, so it's like Olivia finally... Lux, and oh, I did end up meeting Scarlet Envy because you met her. But Olivia Lux, I was like, I'm not waiting in line. <laughs> I didn't wait. Yeah, but I didn't have to wait in line. We didn't have to wait in line long for Scarlet Envy. It was no, like no. three people in front of us and that was it. Yeah. And Olivia Lux, I was like, meh. Yeah, me too. But, yeah, so well, what's next, week? I didn't actually have a look. I don't remember. Oh, okay. I, I, as soon Very as I found out, as soon as I found out that Kahana was going home, I was like, cool. Yeah, I kind of tuned out. About fucking time. But you know what? I would have been okay if. Right, so top top three check now that Jimbo, James is gone. Jimbo, I'm still going to say Jessica Wilde. She's still holding her own. Do you um, think because Heidi left that they might bring back James Mansfield? No, because no. someone still had to leave that episode. No, not when Heidi left. They cancelled that. Yeah, but someone was still going home that episode. No, I know, but I just thought maybe they'd do it. Like, nah, because the numbers, the numbers, uh, the numbers are exactly where they're supposed to be, and they haven't. I don't think they've ever have they brought anyone back from an all for an all stars. No, after they've been eliminated. No. Um, but um, it's going to sound awful considering what we do for this podcast. But I can't wait for this season to be over. <laughs> like I can't. Um, I can't I wait there's... for Down Under. Um, I know. Uh, can't wait for Down Under, and I'm looking forward to UK season five. Yeah, me too. 
Season um, 16? Not so much. I could wait a little while longer for that. Yeah. Uh, so. I still got to go back and watch season 15 and remember half the people that were there. Sasha Cobble's there and that's all we need to know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It should just be, instead of season 15, it should just be called Sasha Colby was on RuPaul. Yeah. Um, so, Sasha Colby's audition season. That was a quick one. Yeah. Not really, not really fast this episode. No, but I would like to to bring something to people's attention. Mm-hmm. I've put it up on our Insta. A lot of it's going up on uh, social right. media today. Uh, so <clears throat> there is a right-wing conservative Christian movement called Christian Lives Matter. Um, <clears throat> I'm only giving this airtime and I'm only saying their name because this is who people need to avoid. So last week in Newtown, they decided to hold a uh, protest, demonstration, whatever it is, against the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, I don't recall any violence because it would have been in the news if there was. So tonight, being the 17th of June, they have decided and they have advertised that they are going to be holding these demonstrations in Taylor Square on Oxford Street, which is the home of the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, There is um, a lot of fear on social media right now because we don't know what these people are capable of. It's not going to stop here. Um, the fact that it's also happening during Pride Month is not a coincidence. Um, there was some violent protests. There were some violent incidents that happened during World Pride in um, February, March. Anybody who listens to this and who frequents Newtown, Taylor Square, anywhere where LGBTQIA plus people are, drag queens are performing or anything like that, please don't go on your own. Um, Please don't go into darkened streets on your own. We know that people are capable of hideous violent acts and the ultimate, the, 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 the end of the day, and I hate using that phrase, but I use it quite a lot, the end of the day, <clears throat> People like drag queens, they're there to spread love, fun, and entertainment, and these people want to take that away from them, and they want to take it away from us. And even though I say please be careful and if you have no choice and there's no one else and you want to go out, I implore you to please stay at home, but at the same time, but it's only for a safety reason, at the same time we need to now more than ever be out and loud and proud of who we are this is not 1978 when the first Mardi Gras happened we are 45 years down the track and we are now at a point in some respects we are not 45 years better off um it's very scary out there um, the idea that in 2023 to be able to walk out onto a street, even if you're not holding hands or in drag or anything like that, even if they perceive or conceive you to be in the rainbow mafia, 
um, you can be a targeted victim is wrong. It's immoral. The one thing that one of the biggest problems that homophobic, transphobic people always say it's because you're shoving it in our face, yet they're shoving their Christianity in our face. And it's not right. But I just want everybody to be safe. And that includes allies, Haley, because, and the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm also bringing this up is <clears throat> you are an ally and I have said before, we love you for it. You're in a targeted group now. And so are the parents who have absolutely no problem with their trans kids, their drag kids, their gay kids or anything like that. Once you fall into those letters of the LGBT, LGBTQIA+, you Legitimate also, plus. you actually fall into the targeted category. Um, so <clears throat> even though, yep, let's be out, let's be proud, let's be who we are, let's not live in fear at the same time, we have to be safe. Yeah um because safety is our number one priority and um i'm only going to say the name of these people one more time christian lives matter you can seriously go fuck yourselves you're not going to scare us into not being who we are we're just going to be the the same honest decent hard-working people that we've always been the fact that you hide behind a bible actually says more about the fuckwits that you are than what we do living out our lives, hurting nobody. Shall we do the local drag shows? Because I actually did them this week. Yay. Yes. I know, right? I just noticed that uh, when I wrote it down, it says local drag shows, Fro Sydney and Melbourne. I didn't even look at it. So in Sydney on Thursdays from 7pm, drag bingo with Tina Bickey and Dionysus at the Imperial. Thursdays from 10pm, Intergalactic with my crush Space Horse, Eli Crawford and Tina Bickey. On Friday the 21st of July, the Vanities Dream Club Tour at Universal. If it wasn't a stand-up event, I'd be there in a heartbeat because I've been watching her working on it through her Insta stories and it looks amazing. Fridays at 12.30 and at 1.30, this is a.m., like past bedtimes, Boss with Pamara Fifth at Arc, I believe it is. Oh, right. Oh, that's yep. cool. Yep. Um, actually, she's doing like two or three shows on that night, but I'm just singling the one that's her yep. one. Uh, Saturdays, 8 and 9 p.m., Slayer on Saturdays with Maxi Shield and Gabe Woods at the Oxford. On Sundays, there was no time on this, but on Sundays, Shine with Coco Jumbo. And on the 30th of June, the Orgy of Drag, God Save the Queen, support local drag and Acon fundraiser. I didn't put where it was. I can't remember now. So, anyway, in Melbourne, um, Fridays from 7 p.m., Drag Trivia, Celebrities Edition with Ivana Kebab. I know that there name. Was a date. I know that name too. Yeah. At uh, Teddy Picker Werribee. Thursdays from 9 p.m., Hey Henny at Circuit with a rotating cast. There's actually about 
seven or eight names on there, but I got too lazy to type it. Fridays from 7.30 p.m., uh, Drag Race All-Star Screenings at Molly's Bar and Diner. And Wednesdays, Drag Bingo at Molly's Bar and Diner with Isis Avis Loren, Jemima Handful, and Miss J. So on our website, www.dragmeout.com.au. .au. 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 We've got. What she done be guessing available with the Melbourne local queens. I have more coming on. Um, I did a couple more today. I've just got to take some photos and I'm going to pop them up there. So they're $50 plus postage and handling. Um, if you live close to us, let us know. We can maybe work something out. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be selling some at the uh, bingo on the 29th. Um, with Roxy Hora and Elawara. Down in so Dagong. Down in Wollongong. So if you're there, you can pick one up for $50. We won't charge you postage and handling because we we're going to be there anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, just DM us on Insta if you want me to put one aside. Um, I've got limited ones for the local um, girls because the next batch I do make are going to be different queens. Yes, so make sure you get it while you can. They're going to be a variations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, while you're actually in the store on dragmeout.com.au, you will see other merchandise that we have. Uh, feel free to browse our Michael Kirk Douglas range. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Michael Kirk Douglas with a little couple of hearts around him is very cute. It is very cute. And, and did you know that real men love Michael Douglas? Correct. Just like we do. And we love you. We love all of you. And thank you for watching and listening to us. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe on YouTube. Hit the little ding bell thing for notification. We need to put the little subscribe thing that pops up. Do we know how to do that? Oh, yeah, I can figure that out. Yeah, I think that's actually a YouTube um, option. Okay. You can add, like, little logos to your video. Super sweet. But yeah, anyway. Uh, also, I would like to um, – oh, actually, I'll just finish this and then I'll say something else. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> uh, listen to us on the podcast, all the different ones that Haley hates that I mention uh, individually. Uh, please, if you like us, can you give us five stars? If you don't like us, can you give us five stars anyway? Leave us a shit review. It's the five stars we care about. Yeah. Uh, hit the leave a review if you want to. If anybody has anything that they a suggestion of what they would like to see on the show, please DM us on Insta at Drag Me Out Official. Um, also any uh, up and coming queens, any queens who would like to come on and talk about yourselves, please also hit us up on the DMs. You got you you got no. Pearls of wisdom to share with the five people that watch us and listen to us? No. Suck it. Suck it. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for watching and listening for another episode. Uh, We'll see you next episode. Bye-bye. Love you all. Stay safe.